bed and lived my life. I'd also decided that a woman is meant to be more than a caretaker for her man and children. She ought to have her own purpose, her own will, her own career, including her own salary. As a British actress Helen Mirren once said, the greatest gift every girl can have is economic independence. I wanted to be a strong, intelligent, creative woman, not that girl who surrenders everything just for a guy. The longer Trevor and I were dating, the more heavily this weighed on me. When our long-distance relationship hit the two-year mark, we counted 14 round trips that we'd made between our two countries so we could spend time together. He was becoming my best friend and true love, the one person whose presence made all clouds disappear. How could I throw that away? It had become clear that if we were going to take the next steps in our relationship, one of us would have to leave a life behind, and there was a list of practical reasons why that someone would have to be me. Technically, Trevor could have moved to Finland, but he didn't seem inclined to, and I had to admit it probably didn't make sense. He didn't speak Finnish, whereas I already spoke English. New York is an international city, so I had a better chance of finding work there than he did in Helsinki. And then there were a few things about Finland itself that, despite its overall high quality of life, I wasn't sure Trevor could handle even if he'd wanted to come. I had always loved Finland. It's a country of gorgeous summers and quiet natural beauty, not to mention that Finland happened to contain most of my friends and family whom I adored. Finland's location was convenient to other parts of Europe, making even weekend getaways to places like Paris or Rome doable for the average citizen. All that said, compared with any number of places in the United States, Finland could also feel like the small, cold, dark, and often somewhat monotonous place it was. Finns have long been known for being modest, but extra modesty is not really required when comparing Helsinki to a place like New York. Finland had its accomplishments to be proud of, to be sure, Although the name of Finland's world-famous cell phone company, Nokia, tended to sound Japanese to most people. Perhaps more distinctly Finnish were our designers and architects, Marimekko, Alvar Alto and his famous chairs, and Eero Saarinen, who designed the St. Louis Arch, as well as Dulles Airport in Washington, D.C., and the old TWA Air Terminal at Kennedy Airport, New York. Fans of classical music might know the symphonies of our composer, Jean Sibelius. And people who watched Late Night with Conan O'Brien might even have heard Conan's frequent jokes about his own eerie resemblance to our orange-haired president. When you're from a small country, you take what fame you can get. But as Stieg Larsson's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo novels made so clear, the Nordic lands have a dark side, and quite literally so. After Trevor's first trip to visit me, he boasted to his American friends that during an entire week in Helsinki in winter, he'd seen the sun for just three hours. With so much darkness this far north, many residents throughout the Nordic region, at least those who can afford to travel overseas, consider a midwinter trip to Thailand essential to their mental health. Finns, in particular, also have a tendency to view life as a parade of endless obstacles and disappointments, and to dispense with small talk and niceties. As a result, they can seem taciturn and even rude to outsiders. I could imagine Trevor leaving the excitement and sunshine of New York City only to find himself spiraling into a nightmare of dark and lonely depression caused by my introverted homeland.
The more I contemplated the melancholy of the Finnish psyche, it really seemed to me that the citizens of the United States were the ones who deserved to be the best country on earth, with their all-American optimism, gumption, ingenuity, and knack for magically transforming challenging circumstances into profitable advantage. Indeed, I was almost too embarrassed to tell Trevor my own story about the attribute that we Finns seemed most to treasure and inspire in one another, something we called Sisu, a quality perhaps best translated into English as grit. When I was ten years old, my family lived deep in the woods. Like most young kids in Finland, my brother and I were left to our own devices to trek the mile or so to school and back every day. Often we rode our bikes, and sometimes we walked. But during the long winters, when the snow piled up too high, there were days when we were supposed to ski to school.